Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Where a podcast can be found, uh, of course, uh, today's Halloween. Yeah. And so earlier in the AEW episode, if you watched it, uh, I was just, I was still just a Robocop. Brought to WCW by Sting. Counter the strength. Of you were Sid. Fun Hoss. I was Young Lion Fun Hoss. But now. Now I got even lazier. <laughs> I'm Balor Club, baby. Real. 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 I remember I had this leather jacket in the back of my closet. It's a good looking leather jacket. Yeah, it's not bad. You need to start riding a motorcycle now. I'm taking not this gonna thing happen. off. I hate this thing so much. Not going to happen. I'm not a motorcycle type guy. Anyways. Uh, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to. Uh, quick disclaimer. If you're watching this live and you do not want crown jewel results to be spoiled, I recommend chances you are watch this not live because it's going to be spoiled in the chat. Probably chip. talk about it at least a little bit during the show. Some pretty big events during crown jewel. Um, we, we watched the main event. We said we weren't going to watch it. We watched we it. We said we weren't going to cover it. We were going to cover it. We're not covering, but we're gonna, probably going to talk about it a little bit. At some point, we'll probably just end up watching Crown Jewel, man, like the, or the Saudi shows. We'll just do what everybody else does. We'll just donate the money to charity. So we did the first time. Yeah, that's right. We'll probably just go back to that. Anyways, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like enough time has passed since they committed that terrible atrocity against a reporter. Journalist, yeah, rather. I, so I think that's the case. I don't no, think enough time. That, that was a bad, bad joke. I know. Um, but you know, I feel like we could actually, in terms of the amount of money raised, that's probably that would probably raise more money. Potentially, yeah. In any event. So that's probably a better thing to do. Um, but We're not yeah. here to talk Crown Jewel. We're here to talk NXT. That's right. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, new patrons uh, at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Uh, and uh, we got a couple new patrons. It's the 31st. So if you want the Friendo Care Package, either the $20 mark where you get the, 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 the comic, the stickers, and the poster... Uh, or at the $50 mark where you get all that plus the shirt and you get to at $20 mark, also on $50 mark, you get to put in your video questions on Matt Chat. 
Um, get those in now or today because tomorrow's the start of a new month. And then uh, you got to wait for the rest of the month. You have to wait a whole month. So uh, we did get some new patrons. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Rusty Iron Slam and Jerry Simmons also wins two. And Charles Hubbard was back on Tuesday. Thank you very much for your support. We really appreciate it. I believe we also had a couple patrons uh, increase their Patreon amount. We did. Captain Fosco, Derek Rice Jr., and then I thought we had like a $50 I think that was a new patron increase. Oh, uh, was it? Okay. I think there's one increase maybe to 20. Okay, yeah, a couple to 20. Um, so want to say thank you so thank much. Thank you very much. Ryan Armstrong. I think I already mentioned his name, but yeah, he's going to be getting that shirt. At the beginning of the year also, we're going to be making some big changes to the Friendo Care package. Um, so if you want all that those that legacy stuff, um, eventually it might end up on Frendo Market, but we're going to have a pretty wide window uh-huh. uh, between that, uh, yeah. that happening again. Yeah. So, uh, the biggest, some of the biggest, the biggest news pertaining to NXT uh, dropped during Crown Jewel. They ran a promo for Survivor Series. Yeah. Where they advertised it for the first time ever brand warfare between Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, and NXT, the yellow and black brand has been so added. The image used for this thumbnail is not official, correct? No, I believe somebody. This was floating around Twitter, and I couldn't figure out who the original person was right, that maybe did we'll look it. Into it some more, give proper so credit. If we can try to give credit, we'll do that in the description of this. Yeah, and if you are a creator of said piece of, of work, reach out to us. Let us know, please. Yeah, let us know, and we will give you your credit in the sure. description. Um, uh, however, they did release an official Survivor Series logo, and sure enough, there's red and blue and yellow in the logo, intertwined in like light rays and stuff. Officially said, without a doubt, it's happening. Um, while there's no indication that we're going to get champion versus champion versus champion, uh, I imagine that remains to be seen. Whether they can go that route or go traditional Survivor Series bouts for this brand versus 15 brand stuff. Fifteen man matches. That's a lot. Um, something to keep in mind, however, is that uh, uh, a lot of the major players in both the men and women's division on NXT, they're going to be involved in war game matches tonight. Prior, uh, I can't imagine Adam Cole, he'll do it. He's tough. He wrestled a broken wrist. And uh, he's, done two, he's done two shots in one takeover before. Yeah, that he'd want to do a war games match and then get tossed around by Brock Lesnar the following night. I think he's probably supremely up for the challenge. Whether oh, he not, is. Whether or not he should do it. <laughs> is another thing. Uh, no, I think it's a, it's a it's a big big deal. Here's the thing about so the war games match. Yes, will absolutely be brutal. They always are. Um, and in this episode of in last night's episode of NXT it was announced that there's going to be okay. So one was officially announced. The other one was just strongly hinted at. Yeah, um, alluded to. There's for the first time ever. There's going to be a women's war games war match, games, which is fantastic. Although we'll talk about the math on that one in a little bit. Because there's nine potential participants. There's going to be a surprise entrant on the face side. Uh, well, there'd have to be. Oh yeah, because there was four faces in the ring, and then there's five five heels. So I don't know if some because war games typically are four person four on four. Well, that's changed. It's been uh, two. in NXT. Has it been five? No. Okay. Well, I mean, they could add somebody, but um, 
And then at the very end of the show, uh, Champa uh, uh, teased that so they'd be going at it yeah. too. Sorry, Goldie, have to wait. I'm so, going to war. Yeah, so we'll talk all about that in a little bit. But no, your point is absolutely correct. War games is nothing to mess with. Those are brutal matches, and everybody seemingly, uh, or everybody that's carrying a title right now, will be involved in a war games match. Um, Seems like it. If they go the triple threat route, uh, you know the, it's. The matches are still going to be good, but they're still main roster matches, and especially like in a Brock Lesnar match. If The Fiend holds that title till Survivor Series, which I don't know. I guess we can talk about that at some point. By the way, The Fiend won the Universal Championship yeah. at Crown Jewel. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of crazy. Um, then The Fiend versus Brock Lesnar versus Adam Cole, uh, I'll be honest, kind of bums me out because it's not like The Fiend and Brock Lesnar – like, that's going to be weird in the first place. And then you throw Adam Cole in there, just a really good that's wrestler. That's why I kind of wonder, too. I mean, I understand if they want to... If there's situations where they want to protect their champions and not have either of them take a loss. So maybe they thought, oh, let's just toss an NXT guy in there. It's 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 a happy-to-be-here situation, maybe, for, for them to be on a main roster pay-per-view. Just job them out so our main roster people are protected. But that'd be a crap way to look at it, from their perspective. They should. Yeah, if, if the point is... So Tom Callahue on Twitter... Uh, who's got some sources there at the WWE, uh, mentioned that his source said, we really want to feature uh, NXT because we want the ratings to go up. The ratings are in. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more on uh, Who Won Wednesday, uh-huh. a little bit later today. But, uh, you know, it was against the World Series, but uh, NXT lost another 100,000 yeah. people. Is my yeah. hair wonky right now? You got some uh, RoboCop fuzz in it. Oh, God, well, can't do anything about that. Um I wouldn't think that they'd put him in there exclusively to job. Them. I would hope not, because that's that's not a that's not a very great way to showcase. I mean, part of it is put on incredible matches, but the main roster is kind of a crapshoot on pay per view whether they're gonna obviously won't be able to put on takeover level. How many matches were last year's? Last year was when Raw ran the ran the table, except for right? the New Day winning the one of the, the kickoff show. They didn't count. Which yeah, they didn't count. I think there was eight. Was it eight head to head matches? I want to say. Okay. Seven or eight. I think it was eight. And then they said the official tally at the end was 7 overall, I think. What non-title matches took place last year? There were some survivors. I can pull it up. Give me a moment. That'd be good. Because, I mean, you can't look. Assuming Undisputed Era, I mean, there's only a month left. I mean, they could do something where they put... Velveteen Dream in there as North American um, champion. Okay, so there's a tag team Survivor Series 10 on 10 uh, elimination match. That's the one, the New Day one. That didn't count. There was a women's elim- uh, Survivor Series elimination match. Then there was uh, Seth versus Nakamura, mid-card champs. There was so tag champs. They had a cruiserweight match, so that wasn't brand versus brand. They had... Ronda versus Charlotte was... Because Charlotte replaced mm-hmm. Becky. Yeah. And then, of course, Brock versus Daniel Bryan. Brock, Daniel Bryan. So there's, there's only one match that wasn't brand versus brand. That was the Cruiserweight title match. Um, but then uh, not title was just the Team SmackDown and the Team Raw. Okay, so there was there were two. There was a Team SmackDown versus Team Raw. There was uh, Team SmackDown. There was a men and women's traditional Survivor Series okay. match between Raw and Okay, Spectre and that's non, obviously that's non-title. Well, all of them are non-title, but this doesn't involve any champions. No, no, I don't mean non-title. I'm sorry. I mean championships involved. Yes. So right now there's uh, men's uh, main title, uh, women's uh, oh. title, mid-card, tag, tag team. 24-7 championship. 
nice. Have a they should have a, a, a cross brand twenty four seven scramble. They could do a women's tag title like a straight oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. a straight up match like for that title. They could do that. Just have a team from Raw and SmackDown in and NXT. NXT. Yeah, yeah. It is a, you could do that. Yeah, they could do that. That's good. So there is a potential for five matches involving titles or champions. And then you can do a Team Raw versus NXT versus SmackDown men's mm-hmm. and the same for the women. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at the possibility of five matches here and then maybe they'll toss in a Cruiserweight match. Um, well, it's an NXT title now. Yeah, well, whatever. You can you could toss that match on there. Um, it'll be very interesting how they, how they shake this out. I do think the fact that it's a triple threat uh, definitely protects the NXT people who are just involved in war games mm. a little bit, you know. Maybe main roster matches are a bit more, you know, they're not quite as physical, physical, I guess you might be able to say. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they put. Let me ask you this now. They've announced it. Do they know how they're going to what they're going to do? No, No, they probably decided uh, this morning that for sure. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, let's get to the breakdown of and what do you think about NXT last night? It was a fun show. Oh man, I thought it was terrific. I thought it was great. I thought yeah, it, was it was so it was really good. good. There was like no, there was nothing on this. There was nothing that I was like, man, this is not good. I was, I was so like from the beginning, like the the poppy performance thing. I thought that was killer. I thought that, uh, yeah, I was like. After that, and then after watching AEW, I was like, holy crap, Wednesdays are so good. Yeah, it's the best wrestling's on Wednesdays, Wednesdays now. Wednesdays are so good. Like, you could really just skip everything except for Wednesdays. If you could just, Pretty much. You just watch Wednesdays, and just maybe if you just push an NWA to Wednesdays. Oh, that's a lot. That's five hours on, on Wednesday. It's, all, it's five good hours. I, I know, but I get, still, five hours is a lot. I get a bigger kick out of four hours on Wednesday than I do... Any three other number, out, three any, hours any other number of hours on any other day. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, SmackDown's always fun because we do it here and we yeah. have some beers. And last week was, yeah, it was actually a really fun show. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the Poppy performance that kicked off NXT this week. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a song herself and then uh, played Io Shirai to the ring. Mm-hmm. That was rad. Yeah, it's funny. My TV had such a hard time keeping up with. Oh, it was this, it was this all uh, It was uh, all compressed. just one big pixel blur, yeah. No, mine yeah. did too. Uh, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae kicked off the show and they gave this match a ton of time. Yeah, they did. And again, it was just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that little bit where uh, Candice was bleeding. She was bleeding from the nose and Io wiped some of it with her finger yeah. while they're on the apron. God, Io Shirai is so great. She's so good. Uh, match started off some brawling outside uh, and Candice tries to toss Io back in the ring. Uh, Io hits a 619 on the apron, uh, falls with a suicide dive. She tosses Candice back in the ring. Guess what Candice does? His no. suicide dive of her own. Yeah, it was rad. She puts everything into it. I know. She's like the second best suicide dive next to Phoenix. Um, this next bit was great. So Candace was kind of on the ropes, and then uh, Io knocks her off a bit. So Candace is like kind of suspended in the ropes a bit, mm-hmm. and then Io comes up and drops her with a huge lung blower. I'm not even sure how to describe how it was done. Yeah, it was rad. That was incredible, though. Um, she gets the upper hand for a while. Uh, Candice reverses an Alabama slam to roll, gets a two. Uh, then she goes for Rana. Uh, Io flips out of it. Candice responds with a step up in Sagiri. They're brawling on the apron. Io goes for German suplex. Uh, Candice blocks. Uh, she goes up to the top. Io meets her. Um, Io goes for a uh, superplex. Candice blocks it, pushes Io off. Io comes to 
and then just pushes Candice off the top rope. We co- go to commercial. We come back. Uh, EO has the upper hand. Um, oh, sorry, it's picture in picture. During the picture in picture commercial break, uh, Candice avoids double knees in the corner and then hits a series of strikes on EO until uh, EO locks in a LaBelle lock, yes lock, cross face. Uh, Candice rolls her up, gets a two, um, falls with a leg sweep and a submission hold of her own. Uh, EO rolls her up to kind of break the submission hold. She gets a two. Uh, back from commercial, double fun splash. Um, Larray hits a tornado DDT. She gets a two on that. Uh, Candace goes up for her old finisher when she was in the May Young Classic. I think they call it Miss Larray's Wild Ride. Yeah, I think that's right. The second rope uh, spinning neck, neck breaker. Uh, EO uh, t- uh, like blocks it, holds on the rope, so Candace just goes to the mat. EO goes for a moonsault. Candace gets her knees up. Um, uh, EO puts Candace in some leg scissors. Uh, Candace gets to the bottom rope, and then EO goes out and gets a chair. Takes is about to take a swing. The ref grabs the chair from her, and then Candace rolls her up, gets a two. So the chair is just hanging out. I don't know why the ref didn't throw the chair out of the ring. Um, Candace uh, drops EO with a face buster, follows it with a super kick, goes for her finisher, the lion salt, but EO moves out of the way, so Candace lands, bang, right on the chair. EO covers her for the win. And then EO beats down Candace a little bit after the match. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley runs in. She makes the save. EO gets out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, just to try. I can watch them. Oh, yeah, man. All the time. Can you imagine the kind of stuff that EO Shirai and Candice Larry are going to pull and be pulling at War Games? Amazing. Holy crap. Moon salt off the cage. Yeah, man. Like a couple. Several. Maybe. Multiples. Spanish fly off the cage. This was just a terrific match. Uh, next, a brief little video package about Finn Balor. He's all about the gun fingers now, man. Yeah. He does that a like lot. Yeah. Uh, and then we get uh, the announcement that next week, Peter Dune. Damien Priest. Punishment Martinez. A rematch from a couple weeks back. Damien Priest. Punishment me. Would you like a donut? Um, hmm. Oh, ee, ah, no, I better. Yes. No, I better not. That's my favorite story. It's a good story. Some people, if you're just tuning in, you don't remember, you don't know that. At StarCast this year, I we offer, brought donuts. I offered one to punish at Martinez, and he said no. Um, uh, I shouldn't. He so wanted to, though. He did. Mm, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't. Uh, after that, we had a Finn Balor promo uh, where he started He started doing – I saw some, some pretty amusing tweets about this. They were saying, uh-oh, it looks like uh, NXT is trying to steal some of that WCW uh, rub from AEW because he's trying to drop one of these work shoot promos, oh. talking about laying down for a guy in a mask. Well, before that, let's let's talk about some differences in his in his introduction. So his Tron comes on, music plays, yeah, and so for the ah uh, part, he still slaps his thighs and does this. Yeah, but rather having the house lights come on. Yeah, so everybody does it, and it's like a communal thing. There's a single spotlight on him. He does it once. Transitions right to gun fingers. Yeah. And walks down the ring. Yeah, real. See, nice little subtle change in his presentation as heel. So it's not. And when he got in the ring, he did not go to the corner and do it again. There was no pelvic thrusting. No, there wasn't. He just got in and sort of soaked it all in. And then I forget if he did the gun fingers again in the ring. I don't think so. I think maybe he was on the way out. Yeah, he did on the way out. Um, Yeah, he mentioned, he said, so a few months back. I had to lay down for the hottest thing in the business because he's got a new mask. Mm-hmm. I just took off my mask, and now I'm the hottest thing in this business. Everybody, and he's like, yeah, he said, everybody's watching me. 
He says, everybody has their opinions. There are too many fans in the locker room, a lot of Twitter tough guys. Uh, and I was like, yeah, man, of course there's a lot of fans in the locker room. They're signing up everybody they possibly can. I know. If I got in the ring went in training, I could probably sign up with WWE. There's probably, probably literally people in the fans that they have signed yeah. and are in the locker is, room is right Kyle now. Is Kyle going to have a tryout? Right. Um, and so he says he doesn't watch the business. The business watches him. Confirmed he does not watch NWA he doesn't or watch wrestling at all. Or Monday or Friday. Uh, he talks about uh, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. And he says, Johnny, if you want another go at it, Says, Johnny, here you just got out of the hospital. Congratulations for getting out of the hospital. If you want to have another go at it, anytime, uh, and I'll but, put you back in, and you'll be Johnny watches wrestling instead of Johnny wrestling, just like you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I think he's saying that Johnny shouldn't be a wrestler; he should be a fan. Yeah, he's a fan. He's a tourist. And he does the gun fingers. Yeah, I thought it was a decent promo. I didn't think it was a great promo. Yeah, agreed on that one. I thought it was a decent promo. He should come out there. And grab the timekeeper, gun finger to the head. Yeah, I can't. You know, we're we're big fans of action now. Um, I mean, yeah, is it cool to hear? Okay, what's what does he have to say for himself? I thought it was fine. Uh, yeah, I think there if, if there's a little bit more like intensity, maybe just in some doing something backstage. I'll give you this: he didn't blame the fans, at least. Yeah, I know, which I, is good. Which is usually how heels get heat in WWE. What, what they should have done was recreate the uh, him chopping a fan in a restaurant. Yeah. So maybe have a camera like, okay, frame it as if it's a TMZ guy, right? And there's Kyle. <laughs> and there's Kyle. And uh, except in this case, instead of the fan, Kyle, asking to ch- be chopped, which is what happened in that yeah, video yeah, yeah, from yeah. Japan. Yeah. You know, he Finn wants to cut in line. Yeah. And fan Kyle, whoever, yeah. says. No, it's the food trucks that used to be behind Full Sail. They're there back you go. This Perfect. Week. They're back this week. And he cuts in line. Fan says, hey, don't do that. No, not fan. Kyle. Kyle says, don't do that. And then Finn says. Sling blade. Sling blade or just chops him really hard. Yeah. And says, hey. And then Kyle gives Finn his sandwich. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That, that would have been crazy good. <laughs> I know. Well, it'd be kind of interesting if they'd say, you know, advertisers, Finn explains himself. He's like, let me explain myself, huh? And just goes on a rampage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just goes timekeeper area, drop the power bombs, timekeeper through the timekeeper table. <laughs> Yeah. It goes up to... Timekeeper looks suspiciously like some developmental talent. Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, that really super tall guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Goes up to the crow's nest above the announce table yeah. and drops the coup de gras there on the Nigel McGinnis. Oh. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Just like going absolute rampage. Yeah, I know. I know. Because that's what I think of when I think if the prince is back, I don't want him to be like an old, slower, more calmer prince. I want to be intense, intense prince. Because it just seems like... Uh, uh, it's going to be WWE's print, which would be like a neutered print, you know? Yeah. It's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. If that's even what he really wants to do. I know he said Prince is back, so that raises your expectations that this mm-hmm. all over the place, you know? And he's going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. But if, and, and if we don't get that, it's going to be like, well, WWE's not going to let him do what he really can, mm-hmm. should, and probably wants to do. Yeah. And that's lame. I'll, it'll be interesting to see what his wrestling is going to be like. Um, I mean, you know, when you're on main roster, you sort of fall into a freaking uh, rut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a rut, a pattern, whatever, what have you. And uh, I would like to, if if he's going to step up the intensity and be a bit more, you know, uh, frenetic in the ring, I think that'll be totally fine. 
You know, it's like, oh my God, what's this guy's crazy? What's he doing in there? I just want a little bit of crazy. That's all I exactly. want. Exactly. And I, I feel like there wasn't quite enough crazy. I don't really feel like there really was any crazy. He seemed pretty sane. Yeah. Yeah. He seemed to have his wits about him pretty good. Yeah. Uh, after that, Tyler Bate video package is to say, hey, here's Tyler Bate. At least they didn't reuse any of the footage from the first United Kingdom tournament like they did for about a year and a half afterwards. <laughs> So uh, I kind of wish they did, you know. <laughs> you got, I can pop and bang. Oh, pop and bang. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why does he look five years younger? One doesn't get him, the other one will. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. After that early strike, that shit too. I know. Uh, after this, a pretty short but fun match between Shane Thorne and Bronson Reed. Uh, Shane starts out fast, get a couple of drop kicks. He's got the best cannonball in the business, man. Shane Thorne does. Yeah, he does. That's yeah. incredible. It is good. Uh, then he charges Bronson Reed. Uh, Jonah Rock hits him with a clothesline and a senton. So Jonah Rock now has upper hand. Yeah, you got to call him by his name, man. Jonah Rock's such a good name, man. Uh, Shane comes back with a head kick, Saito suplex. That gets him a two count. Follows with a bunch of kicks. He's just kicking the heck out of Jonah Rock. The thing is, Bronson Reed is actually a really good name. It's just not nearly as good as Jonah Rock. I know. That's a great name. Uh, so Bronson gets up, uh, reverses a kick into a punch, kick of his own, and this massive German suplex. He basically tossed Shane Thorne halfway across the That was the great, yeah. Uh, and the Reed hit essentially what is dead eye, uh, Hangman Page finisher. Mm-hmm. Shane kicks out. Mm-hmm. Reed goes up top. Thorne runs up, meets him. Uh, he tries for a Rana, and so he's bouncing off the, the ropes, and Bronson Reed just shoves him. Mm-hmm, yeah. So he goes flying through the air. He hits the mat. That was rad. That was cool. Reed follows with top rope splash. He gets the win. Yeah. Man, I can't wait till if they really build up Bronson Reed. Jonah Rock. 
If they really build him up, man, how great would like him versus Keith Lee be? be some good how stuff, man. Awesome would that be? There was that freaking pounce that Keith Lee pulled. I think on Roderick Strong mm-hmm. this week on the outside. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, those are so much fun. That is so much fun. It is fun. Um, so yeah, that was I thought it was that was a really fun match. That was cool. And uh, Bronson Reed, Jonah Rock, whatever his name is, it's Bronson Reed. Uh, Jonah Rock. You know, maybe it means, hey, they got some plans for the big I guy. I hope so. I you know, hope so. Shane Thorne firmly there to put people over. Yeah, he's really good, though. He's good. You he's know what, good. You know what Shane Thorne needs to start doing is coming out the ring with just jeans on. I knew you were going to bring that up. I knew you were going to no bring shirt, that up. No shirt, no shoes. Yeah. Come out and wrestle in just jeans. But, like, every week it's the same jeans. It gets and dirtier, you know how dirtier. jeans yeah. get, like, really soft when you haven't washed them in forever and forever? And yeah, like, and then one week, you know, it's obvious he had gone. <laughs> He's not wearing any underwear either under those jeans. It's just to, jeans on, on, like on skin. McDonald's or something. There's like a ketchup stain ketchup on it. There's like a huge sweat stain in the back that he just won't go, it won't ever dry he out. He never, never washes his pants. And he sleeps in them. <laughs> Farts in them. Everything. Uh, yeah. Next, uh, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox interview, talking about how uh, it's, it's something else there, there. Uh, wrestling for the women's tag team champions. They are just happy to be there. Man. Mm-hmm. They had no chance, zero chance, none, none chance. After that, a Mia Yim video package. She is the head person in charge, and uh, I, it was cool. It was just reminding she us she's the rose that grows from the concrete. Oh wait, she wasn't involved in that uh, war game. Yeah, scuffle. she could be in the match. Yeah, okay. she's going to be her then. W. S. Okay. Fletcher mentioned that. That makes too. sense. Oh, good job, W. Uh, next. Force, uh, the said tag forced. team, cha- forced, <laughs> hashtag force, force said, uh, tag team champions. Uh, you get uh, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai taking on Kyrie Sane and Asuka. Mm-hmm. This is a good match. However, I feel like for the story that was told, uh, kind of long. Really? You think yeah, so? I felt like the like Dakota Kai spent like twenty minutes getting her her butt kicked. Yeah, before finally getting the hot tag, and it felt like it. Like, I get the point of the story you're telling. Let's just speed it up a little bit. I know where this is going. Just speed it up. Get to it. Can we just fast forward to the part with the mist? Let's fast forward to that part. Okay. I don't mean to, to take up, but this, this, you're right. This is a long match. I thought it was absolutely a terrific match. I don't think anybody has been hit square with the mist as much as Dakota Kai got last night. I know. Holy crap. Like, so far, so we've seen the mist three times. Three times. Two of those times, I'm, I'm forgetting the middle one. But with Becky and then with Paige, um, the mist hasn't been direct. It's four times though. It's been like <whistles> up here, mm-hmm. and then with Paige even. And granted, like you get enough, like you get enough. She got Dakota Kai square, and there was yeah. a ton of it. I felt like it was pretty short range too. Oh man, um, she looked like She Hulk. Yeah, great. Yeah. Here's the thing though. T- uh, technically, using mist is cheating. Yeah, sure. Ref so, didn't see. I, I know he didn't see the actual misting because his back was turned. However, when he turns back around, there's the period of time where Dakota Kai is on the mat. Like, her face is entirely green. There's no there's no misting it, if you will. By the time he turned, because uh, I was thinking the same thing when it was happening. It felt like there was time for him to at least take a glance at Dakota Kai, especially upon impact of the elbow. But that was the point. And Kai, realize. She hits the elbow. The ref is still turned. No. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. I was watching the replay. He was not. Boy, I thought I was watching. I thought I was watching that like when it was happening live because I was like, man, because Oscar. Sorry, sorry. So Kyrie has the ref mm-hmm. distracted during the mist. Yeah, and then when Kyrie goes to the top rope because she tagged herself in. Yeah, 
that's when the ref turns around. So there's a good, I don't know, a couple seconds or so between uh, the misting and Kyrie hitting that elbow before she covers up Dakota Kai's face that at least the ref can notice either Dakota Kai or the fact that Asuka has a bunch of green stuff coming out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, they haven't put it back up. What a bummer. Because, yeah. No, I, the, the way I saw it, I mean, that's fine, but the way I saw it, uh, Nikki Cross got the miss. That was the other person that got the miss. Kyrie hit that the 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 elbow and then the pin and covered her face with the yeah pin. yeah on the pin. But there yeah. was like two seconds where the ref could have like upon impact of the elbow briefly or just you know through peripheral. I'm not saying anything. oh that's right. No, that's why it was. That's right. ALK Dakota was face down. She was face down. That's why. Because I was looking at her. I was mm. like I was like how are they going to cover this? And then Kyrie hit the elbow with her face down. That's right. That's okay. why. Yeah, that's right. That's why. That's oh, right. That's what it that was. One. But yeah. And then of course, you know, when she when she gets off the pin, the ref looks and he's like, Oh my god. And he goes and grabs a towel. I know. And then like the Moro said, Well the or is it Nigel said, uh, um he already made his call, can't go back on it now. We've seen countless times where ref's gone back on a call. Pff, crappy main roster, maybe, not an NXT man. Ref's decision stands. No way, man. That was great. I love that match. It was a good match. This fellow's a little long. A little long. Oh, but afterward, that's when fireworks really happened. Uh, so, Oscar uh, uh, and Kyrie, they win. They teleport out of there. Uh, Shayna, Jessman, Duke, Marina Shapiro, they march down towards the ring. Uh, Tegan Knox takes it to Shayna, um, but then Duke and Shapiro overwhelm her for a bit. She eventually fends them off and then eats a step up knee from Shayna. Uh, they sub Tegan for the stomp on the arm. Rhea comes out to the ramp. Um, and if you look in the background, well, there's a stare down between Shayna and Rhea. You just see Shafir, Duke, and ne- uh, T- uh, Tegan Knox just stumble out of the ring. Do you notice that? <laughs> yeah, like Tegan, I think, sort of came. I think what they were trying to do was Tegan kind of came through enough to, to push sp- him out. To enough. push him out, but then she goes tumbling. It was pretty funny. It looked like a, it looked like a glitch. It, yeah, it did. It, it totally like did, yeah. Um, and so uh, Rhea starts making her way down, by, down the ramp. She's attacked from behind by Io. And then Bianca comes out, joins in, and then Candace comes out and takes Io off Rhea, and then Bianca takes her focus off Rhea and on Candace. This allow so Duke and Shafir go after Rhea. She fends them off. We have a stare down with Rhea on the floor, Shayna in the ring. Rhea gets in the ring, uh, takes Shayna down with double leg. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is in there. Brawl breaks out in the ring. Refs rest of the woman's locker room comes out some security they're trying to break it up at this point the fans obviously they start they see the writing on the wall they, they start, start chanting, chanting war games war yeah. games regal shows up in the bird's nest crow's nest sorry and uh well crow says, is a bird so it's fine enough enough pull them apart pull them all apart there's only one way we can solve this war games you got i got a simple solution for this war games very excited about that. And then Rhea just kicks the security guy for no reason. It was mm-hmm. great. And the heels leave. I just kind of wish that Regal would have acknowledged that the fans came up with that simple solution before he did. He's sticking to a script, man. <laughs> did you hear all them? They know what I'm thinking. War games. Yeah. And then Adam Cole runs out. War games. War games. I know. That's what you're missing. Someone had to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, Tyler Bate versus... Uh, EO did do it on Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> she wrote war games with, you know, exclamation point, question mark. That's funny. Uh, next, Tyler Bate versus Cameron Grimes. Another uh, terrific match. This is fun. Technical start. Bate getting the advantage. Uh, what? I was writing these notes fast. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. 
You do a terrific job of these notes, man, by the way. I gotta Get say bit that. with Grimes running ropes. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Get hit with Grimes running ropes? Maybe. B and the H are pretty close on the keyboard. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, bait hits a drop kick and then follows with the airplane spin, then hits a drop kick. Getting ready for a tope. So, uh, uh, oh, yeah, Grimes intercepts. Drops him with an Urinagi. Urinagi. We come back from commercial. Man, that German suplex Cameron Grimes does where he flips over the back of the other person while on the ground and hits him with the German suplex. Yeah, that's terrific. But let's talk that's about crazy. that freaking uh, Hurricane Rana. <laughs> Was it the Dragon Rana? Yeah. Where he gets up on him and they just all, that looked like a freaking glitch too. They I just know. went, I know. flipped over. Yeah, oh my the Dragon God. Rana, that was great. That was great. Uh, so back from commercial, German suplex spot, gets a two. Uh, Grimes follows a series of sliding knees, gets a two off that. And then he starts doing the joint manipulation himself. Mm-hmm. Like his member of British friend, style. His good friend does that. Oop, he doing Yeah. Uh, Bait starts to make a comeback with a bunch of European uppercuts. It's exploder suplex, standing shooting star press, gets two. Yeah, Grimes goes for a powerbomb. Uh, Tyler Bait counters with that dragon rana. That gets him a two. Grimes hits that moonsault power slime he does. That's amazing, too. Two count. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bait sends Grimes out of the ring, hits a Pele kick on him when he tries to get back in, and then just jumps over the top rope on him. <laughs> and all of a sudden, just like in 2K19, like the camera sees him. Just <laughs> it's like Baron Corbett standing in the audience. <laughs> oh, see, Killian. Just, just Killian, Killian Dane. Killian Dane. Oh, like giving him scary face. I know. And that uh, distracts Bait uh, long enough. He gets back in. And uh, Grimes hit the cave in for yeah, the win. Yeah. Kind of a surprise. I thought Tyler Bates probably could pick this one up, but then uh, Killian Dane put an advanced story with him and Peter Dune. Mm-hmm. So Dane hits the ring, hits Tyler Bate with a senton, then a cannonball against the ring step, and then gets in Tyler Bates' face and says, Tell your friend that we have unfinished business. Yeah. That was good. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. Uh, after that, there was a really awesome Angel Garza, <laughs> Angel Garcia, Angel Garza video package. Uh, where he talks about his uncle, uh, uh, Hector, yeah, Hector Garza, because that's he went yeah. by he went by uh, Garza Hector, Junior. Garza Junior. Yeah, yeah. Um, he talks about him who passed away in 2013 uh, due to cancer, I believe. Hmm. Um, and uh, it was good. It was you know they they could have easily gone. Maybe they should have. You know the fact that he rips off his pants. He does stripper pants. Maybe they could have done the party boy thing. I kind of like that. He seems like the kind of guy who he. If you go the route, so he's like party dude with the pants, but then you also talk about him paying homage to his family, then you're building dimensions. Exactly. You know, you're, you're getting some complexity He's not in just there. the party boy. Right. There's humanity there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, so that was a really nice video package. Uh, and then it was announced that Shayna and Rhea Ripley were both named team captains. So they can have a draft. For war games. War games. Although, cool. if you see how they're aligning, it's fairly obvious. Because, like, then on Twitter, you know, like, Tegan Knox was petitioning Rhea Ripley. And Rhea Ripley was like, yeah, you, you, you came back from, like, a million knee injuries. Here's another name. Tony Storm. Yeah. She hasn't been in NXT UK for a while. We heard that she hasn't started doing stuff on NXT Prime. Yeah. I think, no, I think that'd be great. That'd be great. But then, like, Mia Yim is completely left out, know. you know? know. But if they if there was nobody else like that, that was, yeah, that, that would be a terrific way to debut somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where, yeah, great idea, not going to happen, you know? It's a cool idea, though. Never know. Uh, uh, finally, main event, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle taking on Redragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Riddle is tossed from the ring basically immediately. Uh, Redragon go after Keith Lee. 
uh, it's not a good idea because uh, Lee makes a comeback. He hits a fun splash on both of them. Yeah. Um, they try to low bridge Keith Lee. He puts the brakes on, drops uh, O'Reilly with a massive form. Fish just leaves rather than taking the form himself. <laughs> They're walking around the ring and trying to make an escape. Matt Riddle kicks Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, we're back in the ring. And then Riddle and Lee, they're just taking turns chopping, yeah, redragging. And then uh, Matt Riddle drops O'Reilly with a spear, hits the jackhammer on Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. gets but a one count. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite things, man. That was so great. Because, of course, the crowd's doing Riddle. It was great. He hits the jackhammer and he gets, he gets a, one. a one. It's fantastic. Ben, it was like barely even a one. I know. Bob Fish pretty much kicked out immediately. Oh, man. So during the commercial break, uh, Bobby Fish is getting beat all over the is place. Is there any way that match is going to happen at Survivor Series? I'd be very Goldberg surprised. Goldberg versus Riddle. It'd be amazing. It's what though. everybody wants to see. It's what everybody's dying to see. Oh, man. I know. Uh, so Bobby Fish is getting beat the hell up during the commercial break. Eventually he gets to tag Kyle O'Reilly. Guess what? He gets beat up by Keith Lee too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he uh, shoulder tackles Bobby Fish and then backdrops Kyle O'Reilly onto Bob Fish. Uh, back from commercial, uh, Bobby Fish and Matt Riddle are the legal men. Uh, they're trading blows. A uh, couple of gut red suplexes from Riddle to Fish. One for O'Reilly too. And then Fish uh, eventually lays out Riddle with a, f- a forearm, sorry, an elbow, almost a Judas effect. You know, that'd be a heck of a way. Sorry, I'm just tangenting right now. Um, that'd be a heck of a way to build a long-term storyline for Matt Riddle. Because you know how, like, he'll eat, like, even this, he ate the pin. Mm-hmm. What if at Survivor Series he calls out Goldberg? Yeah. And Goldberg says, listen, you're a nobody, you're a nothing. Go you go on a win streak like mine, and then we'll talk. What if that puts Matt Riddle on a win streak for an entire year, picks up the NXT championship, yeah. and then he takes on Goldberg, not this year, but next year? That'd be cool. Holy moly. That'd be fun. That'd be something. And every time he wins, he looks in the camera, calls out Goldberg. And he says, who's next? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be good. Then he loses. Uh, yeah, probably. I know. Where was I? Uh, Sorry, man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Gain the upper hand. Gain the upper hand, and then uh, they got Matt Riddle in the corner. Uh, O'Reilly goes for a kick in the corner. Riddle gets out of the way, so Bob Fish ends up beating the kick. Um, but Kyle O'Reilly sinks in a heel hook on Matt Riddle, but then he frees himself some heel kicks. Riddle goes for the tag, and then Bobby Fish uh, kicks Keith Lee off the apron. Um, the uh, uh, re-dragon hits Enter the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Is that what they call that move? Something the dragon. Oh, it's when one guy like the brain drop buster, kick. yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. kick to the head, yeah. Chase the, chasing the dragon. I think there that's what go. it's called. Um, and then uh, Lee comes in to break up the pin. Eventually, Matt Riddle gets the hot tagged. Keith Lee he clears house. He lays out undisputed era. He goes for a power bomb on Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly sweeps the leg, um, which which sends Fish crashing onto Keith Lee. But Bobby Fish ends up eating a, a pop up uh, slam anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee goes to the top rope. He uh, pushes Kyle O'Reilly off when he tries to meet him up there. Goes for a moonsault on Bobby Fish. Misses. Uh, undisputed error follow with form. An axe kick. Samoa drop from Bob Fish to Keith Lee. Impressive feat of strength. Only gets a two, though. Two. Um, eventually, all of Undisputed error comes down to ringside. Riddle lays them all out with a corkscrew aside moonsault. <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was awesome. Uh, Keith Lee pounces. Uh, Adam Cole into Roderick Strong. Yeah, that was amazing. But back in the ring, Riddle gets in. That distraction allows Undisputed Era to hit total elimination. 
to get the win. So Undisputed Era is attacking Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, laying him out. Ciampa comes out with with a crutch. Uh, he takes out the Undisputed Era, uh, save for Adam Cole, stare down between two of them. Cole's like, nah, he leaves. And then Ciampa just starts unloading oh on God. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. And then Riddle hits him with a knee. Uh, and then Lee, military slam, tosses O'Reilly out of the ring of the rest of the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. And then Ciampa grabs a mic. He sees Adam Cole's title there, stares at it reaches down as if he's about to pick it up and stops and says, Goldie, it's going to have to wait. Daddy's going to war. Mm-hmm. War I games. I love that you hear the Undisputed Era back there. Don't touch that. Don't touch that title. It's not yours. Don't touch it. That was good stuff. War games. Yeah. Terrific. Like more war games. Terrific setup for war games. Good stuff. Let's answer some questions. Yeah, I why don't Oh, we? man. I, I, once again, I forgot about Discord. So let me see if they have any questions. All right, I'll get started. Trey Awesome, the Fiend winning gave me a feeling the main roster had in a while. Absolute joy. Happy for you. Uh, what was that again? F- joy for the Fiend win that universal title. Oh, well, that's cool. Rich Hardesty, women's match had me shed a tear at the end. We didn't... Whoa. We didn't, yeah, we finally saw the finish of the, the women's match, but we didn't see like the aftermath. There was like a, a video of Lacey Evans. I couldn't see yeah. who she was hugging in the crowd, but... Yeah, I don't know. I know she she was also crying when she was uh, hugging Natalia at the mm-hmm. end. Um, yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, the real Prince Fingal Bavitt. Sorry, couldn't make it for the AEW review, but Tony Schiavone looked like Walter White in the limo. Really? Walter White was a lot skinnier than that. Uh, Zane Lisk, too early for Fiend versus Beast versus Demon. Uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Brock would not be into that. I almost feel like they need to get that belt off of Brock just for Survivor Series. Not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not. Because, like, Brock versus Seth versus Adam Cole makes a lot of sense. I know. Because you've got Adam Cole, who's like one. T- yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The Fiend and Brock. I just feel like Brock probably doesn't feel the Fiend. Yeah, I, I, just, I, can see I that. could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe he loves Bray Wyatt. Maybe I, he I loves him. I don't know. Uh, Project CMR. Imagine if they put Walter in the World Trial Triple Threat and said Cole, Fiend versus Brock versus Walter. It's going to be Walter versus Brock, one-on-one. Yeah. That'd be terrific. Man, that'd be a hard-hitting matchup. Maddie asks, I'm just getting into heel Finn for the first time, having missed Prince Devin in New Japan. Glad I'm finally watching, all things considered. Definitely check out some of that stuff. Hopefully, it's a preview of things to come um, because his work in New Japan as a heel was uh, was pretty fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. That it was, that it was. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to get on the Patreon oh, yeah. and take a look at the questions there as well. Uh, NXT QA thread. Here we go. 17 comments. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kenny T says, nothing more heelish than walking to the ring with a spotlight solely on you. On top of that, uh, walking around too fast with the spotlight guy, can't keep it on you because a couple times Finn got lost mm-hmm. from the spotlight guy. He's like, stop moving. Stop moving. Uh, let's see here. James Fletcher. What will the next NXT champion's first main roster title be? So what will the NXT champions, like I guess maybe take the champions now, if they ever end up going to, main, yeah. to Raw and SmackDown. I mean, it's weird saying main because apparently they are main now, but they're not really. Yeah. Um, um, Adam Cole, I think his first belt will be something like the IC title. Either IC or US. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he'll take a normal route. Uh, I mean, Redragon, SmackDown Championships. Yeah. Or Raw, I don't know. And then Shayna would be the women's title. 
Yeah. Not, not a whole not a whole lot of choices. Oh, Roddy. Uh, I don't know if he'd ever. I don't know if he'd be hold a title on main roster. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's really good in the ring. He's really good. I just don't know in terms of the personality. That's like what Vince is looking for. What Roddy does, you know. I mean, you know, he's he's there with. See, Ricochet and Ali are very flashy. They're very flashy, and even they have a one title. Yeah. Ricochet was a former U.S. champion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but he had it for like what? Not very long. A cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, uh, James Yuval should Alexa Bliss go back to NXT she never won that title and she's solid in ring and on the mic I don't know I don't know she's, if that's a fit and they're not really she hasn't been on TV since the draft she hasn't been no so if it's a situation where they don't really have anything for her although she's in the same brand as Nikki I don't know why they haven't done anything between the two of them mm. yeah they got this it's kind of crazy right like they put Nikki on maybe because Alexa's already had a bunch of stuff with Bailey, mm-hmm. and Nikki hasn't really. But I was going to say, if they don't have anything for them, therefore they don't have anything for Alexa. That's the situation that uh, Hunter was talking about. I'm not into it. Uh, Timothy Lemieux, I think Kabuki Warriors should change their theme to the song they use in the video package. I think that's a terrific idea because that was awesome. Yeah, that mashup of their two themes is terrible. It's not good. It's horrible. It's not good. They are terrific, though. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't get enough of them. They're so good. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Finn Balor did an interview saying he wants AOP for a new club. Yeah. Uh, I love it because why have one bad luck valet when you can have two? Exactly. That's totally true. I think they would be a terrific yeah. pair for him. Yeah. Uh, Gary MacArthur. What is the maximum distance? So that's one thing we didn't really talk about. Also, Dijak's going to be the other guy in that war game. Oh, maybe. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, that has to be the case because you got Champa. You got uh, uh, Lee and Riddle. Lee and Riddle. The other guy is Dijak because Finn's going to take on Gargano. Unless they bring, well, yeah, they could do that. But if they bring Finn and Gargano into the War Games match too, somehow, which you're still down one guy. Yeah, no, it's still going to be Dijak probably. Yeah. Unless it's Velveteen Dream if he's healthy in time. If he's healthy, yeah. Because then he wants he wants a piece of yeah, Roddy. No, if he's healthy, it'd totally be him. Yeah, yeah, he wants that North American title back. Yeah, but if they're going to start going over that match now, like that decision has to be made. It's got to be Dijak. You think so? Man, that'd be so great. Could you imagine, like, if what kind of pop he'd get if next week Undisputed Air is beating them down and then Dijak makes the save? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Gary MacArthur, what is the maximum distance that Keith Lee could send Adam Cole flying with a shoulder charge? And could he reach a distant planet such as Jupiter? Yeah, Adam Cole doesn't weigh a whole lot. And Keith Lee knows how to pounce a guy. That could be the first time you see somebody get pounced out of the ring. Well, in WWE at least. That's what, yeah, that's what I mean, obviously. Um, uh, that's a Royal Rumble spot, though. That's something you save for the Rumble. Someone gets eliminated via pounce. Yeah. Thomas Dunnigan, do you think this new Finn will even need to go out to a match as the Demon? I hope not. Although I mean his last his last days in New Japan. That's when he started kind of experimenting with the. He was doing his last match. He was like paint. full on body paint. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where he came out of the coffin at a Wrestle Kingdom. No, because that wasn't at Wrestle Kingdom. There's like a Wrestle Kingdom one where he comes out of a coffin. I think mm. it's Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Stevie Bradley, if Matt Riddle's slide flew into the crowd and you caught it, would you give it back? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you do. Am I Roderick Strong? I'm not going to keep his slide from him. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. 
Hmm. Adrian C says there's a six-woman tag match announced for SmackDown. It's Nikki, Carmella, and Dana Brooke versus Bailey and Fire and Desire. No Alexa. I wonder if she's. I mean, we haven't heard anything about her being injured. Mm-mm. Maybe they're just holding off on her to, like, make a re-debut type thing. Maybe. Um. Oh, that's cool. Kevin Kernow makes a good point. See, I love these questions. Bronson Reed and Shane Thorne were both part of the heel stable, mm-hmm. uh, the Mighty Don't Kneel in Australia. Mm-hmm. Why not have them join Balor? That'd be killer. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be killer. Yeah. That'd be something else. That would be cool. Uh, Rich. Uh, how will they do war games with the women? Will this be the main event of war games? I think it'd just be like the regular war games rule. I don't think it'll change anything for the women. No, they'll have the, the, the time between the entrance and all that stuff. I would as think. far as it main eventing? If they made it so whoever scored the pin was the women's champion, then yeah, that would main event for sure. So just given that, and this is this might seem very silly given that takeovers are only like three hours long. Um, I would say open with the men's, close with the women's because... If they're going to do Survivor Series, every hour matters of every rest. Second, every, <laughs> every second of rest cell, matters. A possible cell regeneration. <laughs> right. And Shane is the one prize. It's, just a, it's a numbers game. Shane is one person, and there's four people in the other uh, War Games match. Odds are going to be in the other War Games yeah. match. Or they would be at Survivor Series, maybe, if that's what they do. Dan Boss. Dan Boss. Uh, Trevor Lee is an amazing promo. Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think they don't let him cut more promos? There's not enough time on the show. I imagine once he gets in a real story, then yeah. I'll be honest. They don't, I don't. You don't need promos from like everything he does in the ring, character-wise. I mean, even from like how he treats his hat is kind of enough mm-hmm. at this point. I feel like his in-ring character work is so solid; it's not necessary. At some point, you'll need him to. You'll need. Yeah, him once he gets in a real storyline, it's going to be necessary. Yeah. Um, Sammy Garcia, I'm really scared that Undisputed Era will be called up or even split after Survivor Series, and Vince will ruin them. <laughs> what are the chances WWE doesn't? But there's not. It's not. They're not going to get called up. They're, they are uh, the cornerstone of NXT, mm-hmm. and they want those ratings to increase, not decrease. Yeah, and they're the franchise of that. Particular they are brand, the so. absolute franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg Morris says, uh, for Halloween, what two wrestlers should wear the other's gear? They always do that on the on the house show loop. I'm not sure if they're going to do it this year. Mm. Didn't Cassius Ono wrestle on that giant uh, blow-up dinosaur? T-Rex thing, yeah. Yeah, T-Rex. Yeah, that's an XT thing generally, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Nikki Cross. My favorite was Nikki Cross's No Way Jose. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. They said that video on WB's live stream where she was Chucky from Child's Play. We watched that yesterday a little bit. Yeah, that was fun. And that Dana Brooke was Beetlejuice, and Heath Slater was as well. So this isn't a huge difference, but have Keith Lee wear some DiJacks up. Have do just do the complete gimmick switch where they're just each other and they do each other's moves and the stuff. mannerisms and all that. Yeah, like they did that once with uh, I think was it Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne? They did a switch at some indie show. Oh, there there funny. are gifs of it out there yeah. where Tyler Bate comes out. I think they fought each other. I could be wrong. Where Tyler Bate was doing the, the he, shrug and the he scowl. Was, it, from head to toe, he was Pete Dunne. That's pretty funny. And vice versa. And when Pete Dunne was doing the wave. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. I'm pretty sure that was a situation. Um, so that could be a lot of fun. So yeah, I don't, I, that's what I want to see. Just do that again. Yeah, it's Just good. It's do, good. Do that again. 
Um, anyways, I think that's it. That's it for the show. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We do appreciate it. The bonus episode, uh, if you're a $5 patron or a YouTube channel member is live. It's up right now. We did it earlier today. It's an overrun uh-huh. fun episode. Uh, so thanks everybody for tuning in. And then also yesterday we did five on five, uh, NBA 2k 20. That was fun. Also, that was funny. Just a, mm. Oh, it was a thriller. Mm. It was a thriller of a game. I should take, per- I should be happy that I, I, I mounted the comeback. You I should did. be. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Just start throwing up them threes. Well, that send moment, it to Larry bird. If I, the rest of the game, if I hadn't shot the threes, if I give it to LeBron, have him take it to the hole, I might've won. Cause that's what kept, kept me in it down the stretch. But you had the, also your rebounds. Yeah. You had some dominant rebounding mm-hmm. uh, possessions there. Second chance opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.